Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Elemental Evan podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in on this week's episode. This is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this show, I break down complex health topics from a simple and holistic perspective. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing all things juice cleanses. So to start this off, have you ever done a juice cleanse? Well, if you have ever tampered with any of your dieting or actually tried anything uh, outside of the normal food that you typically eat, then it's very likely that you've come across a juice cleanse, especially if you go to any of these juice bars. Most of them will typically have a juice cleanse. But realistically, are those juice cleanses actually beneficial for your body? Are they actually helping you to detoxify your body or specific organs? Like, are these actually as beneficial as we make them out to be? Or is it just a ton of marketing that's a really good way of getting you to buy a ton of juice at one period of time? Well, in today's episode, we're going to go over if I personally think that juice cleanses are good for you or not, as well as my take on what would be a good way for us to detoxify our bodies, especially if we're trying to detoxify very specific organs within our bodies. So that is going to be where we're headed with today's conversation. After today's episode, you're going to know if a juice cleanse is right for you or not, and also various ways in which you can do different detoxes that can be beneficial for uh, the entire body or very specific portions of your body. So I wanted to start today's episode off with really just making clear that you are the best indicator or you know, judge in terms of what is good for your body. So what I mean by that is you really need to listen to your body. You need to listen to what it's telling you. If it hurts after certain things, like obviously that's not something that's right for you. But really at the end of the day, what works for me might not work for you, right? Like I'm not a medical professional. I'm simply speaking off of all of the experience that I have have where I really have put myself through all these different, you know, self inflicted studies and and whatnot to figure out what has worked best for me as well as the people around me. Uh, but aside from that, just because it works for even a majority of the population doesn't always mean that it's going to work for you or vice versa. So wanted to start off there and really highlight that you need to pay attention to your body because you're going to be the best person to determine what's good or not good for your body. And really the only other way to know better than your own self is to actually go and get tested, right? Get like a blood draw. And that way you can actually see like different levels of minerals or vitamins or, you know, blood glucose levels and then go from there. But the second best way to really know is to just listen and feel how your body feels. And the reason I start off there is because I wanted to say that if juice cleanses have worked for you in the past for whatever purpose you've been using them for, whether it's uh, you know weight loss or just resetting your diet. That's a really common one and and a great one in my opinion. Uh, then by all means keep doing it. If it works for you, then continue down that path. Use it as a tool. Use it when you need it. Right. If you've been eating really un unhealthy food and you just know that it's time for a change, then uh, and and you know using a juice cleanse, whether it's one of those three day juice cleanses or whatever. Uh, and that works for you, then by all means, continue to do that. Like, do not change it, you know, just like continue on with whatever your protocol is. 
because like I said, whatever works for you might just work for you and not others. And this whole conversation is going to be based on my opinions. So I wanted to start off there with just that caveat because when it comes down to my opinion on if juice cleanses are the best way to cleanse or detoxify our bodies, personally, I do not think that they are the best way. Um, I think that they can be a decent way of doing it, especially depending on the kind of juice that you're using. But overall, I really think there are better ways to detoxify the body or cleanse the body, right? That's usually one of the main things of why we even do a juice cleanse. It's to detoxify and cleanse the body. And personally, I just feel that, that there is a lot of other ways we can go in which would be way more beneficial, in my opinion. So first off, there's a couple reasons why I'm not a huge fan of juice cleanses. And the elephant in the room here is really sugar. When it comes to juice cleanses, they can typically have a pretty high level of sugar in them. So just to kind of give like a baseline here so we can know what to base this off of, if you took a 12 ounce can of Coca-Cola, at least here in the United States, it is 39 grams of sugar in that 12 ounce can of Coca-Cola, which obviously we know is a high amount of sugar. We kind of expect that coming from soda, right? Like it's, it's obvious that this is a high sugar drink. But when I was doing my research for this episode and looking at some of the really popular juice cleanses out there, the numbers that I was coming across were pretty, pretty bad in my opinion. And I'm not going to like oust any of these uh, juice cleansing companies because personally, I think that they're coming from a really good intention, right? And they're, they're probably trying to do something well. Um, but nonetheless, I did see that a lot of these juice cleansing, you know, marketing like packages and stuff they at the low end i think were around 10 grams of sugar which isn't that bad um but then at the high end they were like literally over 50 grams of sugar per bottle on a couple of these um which is obviously like way too much sugar that's a ton of sugar it far outbeats the uh can of coca-cola so uh, the average or the median that I was uh, finding along uh, with these with a majority of the juice cleanses was somewhere around like 20 to 25 grams of sugar, which is obviously less than a coca can uh, a can of Coca Cola, uh, but still pretty high up there. And trust me, like I get it. I know a lot of you are probably thinking, but yeah, a can of Coca Cola is going to be way worse for you than even. A, a glass of, you know, whatever kind of high sugar uh, fruit juice, right? Absolutely. I agree with you. Like, you know, in a co can of Coke, you're going to have not only the added sugar, but you're also going to have, you know, color agents in there as well and other kinds of chemicals that are just not going to be good for you. So for sure, drinking a bottle of whatever kind of fruit juice you pick is going to at least have some degree of probably minerals and vitamins in there um, to, you know, help out at least a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're still consuming, like regardless of what vitamins and minerals are in there, you're still consuming a high sugar beverage. And sugar is going to act the same whether it comes from Coca-Cola or whether it comes from a fruit juice drink, right? So I really just wanted to lay that basis down first is that, you know, even though it might be fruit juice and labeled as healthy, if it has a high amount of sugar in it, 
it's still a high sugar drink, which is not going to be good for you because as we know, sugar is, you know, literally linked to uh, obesity, poor cardiac health, um, even issues with, you know, some of the more serious uh, illnesses out there and, uh, you know, really bad for brain health, cognitive health. Uh, so it's just something that we really do not need excessive amounts of, right? Like we get a ton of sugar in our diet as is and adding more of it is not something we need to do. Also, I really like to highlight the point that when you, for example, eat a fruit, let's take an apple, for example. If you were to bite into an apple and eat the apple, not only are you getting the sugar that would naturally be in that fruit, but you're also going to get the vitamins, the minerals, you're gonna get the enzymes, the heat-sensitive enzymes um, and other heat-sensitive components of the apple, and you're gonna get all of the fiber that would naturally be in the apple, right? Which in a glass of apple juice, you're not gonna get that fiber, right? That's obviously the main thing we're doing is we're removing the fiber, the pulp, and we are keeping all of the liquid. So you're literally just extracting all the liquid with mainly the you know, sugar in it. So that's the main differentiator here because when you eat a fruit and you get that fiber, it is going to help you digest that food and also digest the sugars, right? So it's not gonna give you the same kind of an uh, increase and in spike in your uh, blood glucose levels and insulin, right? So naturally eating the fruit is going to help buffer some of that sugar, but also at the same time, when you drink a glass of apple juice, that glass of apple juice can literally have the juice of like eight to 10 different apples in just that one glass of apple juice. So you're drinking the sugar of eight to 10 different apples in one sitting in one glass. Whereas if you were to eat an apple, like, at maximum, you're probably going to eat two to three apples, right? I mean, if you had more than that, I mean, you, you could, but it's probably pretty rare. The average person is going to have one, maybe two, and at max, like three apples in one sitting. So not only are you getting all the fiber, the heat-sensitive enzymes, all of that, vitamins, minerals, but you're also consuming less of the sugar because you just simply wouldn't normally eat eight to 10 apples in one sitting. So right there, you're gonna get way more sugar in the juice that you're drinking as opposed to if you naturally would eat that apple. So I like to kind of just throw those out there to really highlight, you know, yes, there are benefits to fruit juice, but we do have to be very wary of the sugar and understanding that we are separating, uh, you know, the juice from the pulp of the fruit here. So uh, this is very important to understand, and truthfully, um, the fruit comes the way it comes for a reason, right? It's designed to be consumed in that manner, the pulp and all. Um, so, yeah, I really like to just highlight this, and I also like to highlight that I'm in no way trying to demonize fruit here. Like, 100% eat all the fruit that you want. My personal uh, outlook on what foods we should be eating is very simple. Whole foods. I mean, I do have a little bit more specifics for myself, but just in general, I think stick to whole foods. You can eat fruits, you can eat vegetables, you can eat uh, high quality meats, and you can eat uh, uh, nuts as well, right? Like anything that is a whole food, something that you can literally find out in nature, like growing on a tree or grazing, that is a whole food right there. So yes, by all means, eat as much fruit as you want. I personally don't care. 
Um, I'm not too worried about the sugar uh, consumption on that, but in the form of a juice, that is where it does become a concern. Now, the other two things that I do not like about juice cleanses, and this is not true for all of them, uh, there are some that are really high quality and they do meet these two standards, but number one is that there are a lot of juices and juice cleanses out there that are not organic. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because when you're doing a juice cleanse or a juice detox, what are you trying to do? You're trying to cleanse and detoxify your body from all of the man-made chemicals and crap that they are, you know, putting in our food and putting on our uh, fruits and vegetables uh, that we are literally trying to clean and rid ourselves of. So the last thing we really need to be doing here is adding more of that. So when you do a juice detox or juice cleanse, I highly recommend if you're going to do one to make sure that it's an organic brand or that you know the people who made that juice did not use any pesticides, herbicides, uh, rodenticides, any of the chemicals that would normally be sprayed on uh, conventional produce. Okay, so once again, the goal of the detox is to detoxify the body, not to load it up and to increase our toxic load. And then the second thing is going to be that a lot of these juices are also not cold pressed. Now, what does that mean? Cold pressed as opposed to heated up. The reason you would warm up the uh, the fruit juice is mainly to make it shelf stable, to make it last longer, right? You're uh, basically like pasteurizing uh, the, uh, the juice. And so you're making it so it's shelf stable, but in doing so, when you heat up a fruit juice, you're gonna kill off all of the heat sensitive uh, beneficial components in there, such as enzymes, right? So there are a lot of juices out there that do cold pressed juices and as well organic, um, those, if you are going to do one, I would recommend you at least go in that direction. Um, but still, I think we can do a little bit better. So what I always ask people when they ask me if I think a juice cleanse is a good idea or not. And by the way, uh, there is a good friend of mine, Justin, if you're listening, thank you so much for, uh, the idea for this episode. And, uh, he did reach out to me with this question and I really appreciate that. Uh, so shout out Justin. And uh, when he was asking me, you know, what, uh, should he do a juice cleanse? Like, is it a good idea? One of the first questions I'll always ask is what is your goal with doing this juice cleanse, right? Because there's a lot of reasons why people will do a juice cleanse. Like sometimes people uh, want to lose weight. Sometimes people want to reset their gut. Maybe they have gut issues and they want to kind of give their gut a rest. Uh, maybe they want to start eating clean, like you've been eating really bad. And so this is kind of a reset button for you. And then after the juice cleanse, you're going to be on your way to a, a healthy diet. Uh, it could be to, you know, cleanse different organs like the liver or maybe, uh, to detoxify for skin health. So there's a bunch of different reasons why to do it. But the reason I ask that is because you can get a lot more specific with the types of detoxifications that you do to really specifically target those areas. Now, of course, there are certain detoxes that are just gonna be beneficial for the entire body, and that's usually how things go. We're a very interconnected being, right? Like, just because you uh, heal your liver doesn't mean you just heal your liver. You heal many different things when you do that, right? You heal your blood as well because it's detoxifying your blood. So, obviously, we're very connected, and so doing one of these detoxes is going to help a slew of different things in the body. But, and bear with me here, okay? I'm gonna 
raise up a point here that some of you might not want to hear, but one of, if not the best way, in my opinion, to detoxify the body is simply to do a fast. And I know uh, there's a lot of people out there who are really adamant on not fasting, and that's absolutely fine. I mean, it totally makes sense. Um, you know, we live in a very blessed world where you can literally choose to not go hungry, at least for a majority of the population here in the US, which is such a blessing, right? Like absolutely grateful to be able to live in a world where, you know, like we don't have to be hungry. We can literally continuously just eat whenever we feel hungry. However, it's very important to know that your body absolutely can go for an extended period of time without any food at all. And if that wasn't the case, then our species would have been wiped out like <laughs> a super long time ago, right? If we had to eat every four hours when we started getting hungry, like, trust me, we would have never made it as a species. So our bodies can absolutely go for a, an extended period of time without any food, definitely 24 hours. That's, you know, for sure. Uh, but, you know, more like three to even five days, right? Like these are common fast that people do. Of course, you aren't just going to start your very first fast with a five-day fast. You're going to start a little bit slower, but your body is 100% capable of it. It's more so your mind that you have to conquer when you're doing these fasts. But like I said, bear with me here. There is a reason why I think fasting is, in my opinion, the best detox. So the first reason why I think fasting is the best detoxification for the body is first off, you give your body a rest. So if you think about it, there are many people in this world that, you know, within the first hour of waking, they're consuming food, they're snacking on food maybe an hour or two later, and then they're having lunch, and then they're snacking again, and then they're having dinner, and then they're snacking again right before bed. And then they go to bed, they sleep for eight hours, and they wake up and repeat. Your body is really almost never getting like a break. It's never having an opportunity to just fully digest the food and to be empty, right? And to just have a moment of breathing room, right? And being able to even possibly uh, heal and repair itself. So when we fast, we give our entire digestive system, everything for that's, you know, starting from your mouth all the way down to your anus gets an opportunity to just relax and hopefully even go into a uh, cleaning mode, right? Where it's healing and repairing itself. This is super beneficial. This is like one of the best things you can do for your digestive system, in my opinion, is to just do a fast, like go without any food. Give your body a chance to relax and to have a moment where it's not always just focused on digesting incoming food, right? Like this is a this is a pretty crazy thing to think about. Like if you're outside working, you need time to sit down and relax and like recuperate. Well, your digestive system needs the same thing. So when you do uh, when you do a a fast, you give your body that room and that space to go ahead and rest and relax. Also, for anyone who's dealing with any kind of gastrointestinal issues, like myself when I was young, fasting is truthfully like the magic bullet here, I swear. Now, it's not going to be, you know, the cure-all, be-all, like, kind of deal, but it is incredible what it can do for your digestive system. For myself, personally, I have uh, IBS, 
pretty much have healed myself of it at this point. But the very first time I ever went, it was two weeks actually, uh, without any kind of a flare up or issue with my digestive system, no cramps, nothing was when I started implementing intermittent fasting. And I didn't even know that's what I was doing at the time. This was back in 2011, 2010. I had no idea that that's what I was doing. I was also pairing it with specifically just salads, but I was doing intermittent fasting, which means uh, about a 16 hour fast, 14 to 16 hour. And when I did that, I had zero flare ups at all. So for a person who has digestive issues, this you absolutely have to try. You have to try a fast and just see how good it feels. For example, when I do a three day fast, you know, when you extend the fast like that, the, the, the feelings and the benefits are much more profound and longer lasting. So when I did a three day fast, I mean, I literally had up to two to maybe even three weeks after that where my digest, my digestion was hundred percent top level performing like it should be right. And so it's like no flare ups. Um, you know, when you go to the bathroom, it's just like a smooth process all the way through amazing stuff. So if you are dealing with gastrointestinal issues, highly, highly recommend that you at least try a small fast. Like if you can do a 16, 18 or 24 hour at the minimum, highly, highly recommend it. Okay. Now getting back into other reasons why I think, uh, detox, uh, sorry, fasting is a great detoxification process is number two, which is the activation of autophagy. So autophagy is basically when your body at a cellular level, cleans house. So at a cellular level, you have different components in your cell. And during autophagy, your body will go ahead and take all of the components in a cell that are, you know, malfunctioning, they're not working right, they're, they're dead, they're broken, whatever, and they clean them out, or they possibly even take them and reuse them for other components within the cell. But essentially, you're cleaning the entire cell, like making it work more efficient. So your body is working more efficiently at a cellular level when you activate autophagy, which autophagy does occur in the deeper fasts. So 24 hour and beyond usually is, is really where you're going to experience some of that autophagy um, benefits there. But autophagy for, for me personally is one of the best health benefits of doing a fast. And of course, there's a million other benefits as well with fasting, but that to me is like, one of the best and one of the best in terms of like detoxifying because it's truly just going through and cleaning up everything at a cellular level. And then uh, I would say that's mainly the two major benefits of doing these fasts in terms of like detoxification. There's many others as well. I mean, even just the fact that your liver gets a chance to rest as well, and then it can just focus on uh, detoxifying the blood, right? That's a huge benefit as well. But for people who have never done a fast before, or maybe you have, maybe you've just done like a, a small intermittent one, like a 14 or 16 hour fast, I highly recommend to just take it slow. Like you can build up your fast. You don't have to jump in. And I actually, I recommend that you don't jump into a really deep fast if you've never done them before. Uh, take some time to build it up. If you've never fasted before, start out with a 12 hour fast. Just don't eat two hours before bed, go to bed for eight hours and then wake up and don't eat for two more hours. That's a 12 hour fast right there. And then you have a 12 hour eating window. So you can start out there and make your way up to higher levels. 
And uh, honestly, 24-hour fast sounds really hard to someone who's never done it before. It's actually not that difficult. It's pretty simple, goes fast, um, pretty painless as well. And then a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll end up doing a 24-hour fast where I stop eating dinner at 6 o'clock. I'll go the whole entire next day without eating. And then at 6 o'clock that night, when I'm ready to have a, a dinner, I'll just say, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed a little bit earlier today. And then uh, not at 6 o'clock, but maybe like, I don't know, 8.30, 9 o'clock, like start getting ready for bed. And then uh, go to sleep and wake up the next day. And I just added on another 12 hours there because I'm not going to have my breakfast before 6 o'clock. So then I'm now extending it to 36 hours. So it's it's kind of a, not kind of, it is absolutely a mental game. Uh, and you really have to conquer your mind in order to do some of these extended fasts. But there is a ton of benefit in them. I will just say, of course, practice with caution. Once again, listen to your body. If you are someone who deals with uh, or has dealt with any kind of eating disorder or just has, you know, maybe you just don't have the best relationship with food, this might not be the best option for you. And that's okay, right? But definitely you want to check in with yourself, check in with your healthcare provider if that is the case before you go and do something like this because maybe this is not the best route for you. However, for just the general population here, you're probably more than okay to do a fast. And um, there's a ton of benefit in doing it. If you are a woman, there is a little bit of a protocol here. So for example, on the very first start of your period, so when you first bleed, from that point up to ovulation is the ideal time to do a fast. Um, you can even go a couple days into ovulation, but pretty much after ovulation and then, so like post ovulation up to the first day of bleeding, um, that's the phase where you do not want to do a fast. So if you're going to fast, you're going to wait after your period and then you can fast all the way up until, um, you know, anytime between then and ovulation. So there are a couple of little things here and there, uh, but for the most part, it's pretty simple. You just drink water, um, consume a high quality salt, like a Celtic sea salt or a uh, Himalayan pink sea salt, right? These are going to help with our sodium levels. And they're also going to provide uh, some trace minerals for us, which are very important. I also recommend maybe adding in like a trace mineral supplement, uh, just to make sure we're still keeping our mineral levels proper at their right level. Um, and that's going to help you feel better during your fast as well. But that's all there is to it, right? Like, Fasting is obviously very, very simple. However, I do realize that there's some people out there that are like, dude, I cannot go more than 12 hours without food. Not something I can do. Like I need other options because this is not going to work for me. First off, I would say you are much stronger than you think. Give it a try. Honestly, I, I know it sounds hard, but give it a try. But if you're truly, truly just like, no, I can't do it. That's okay. I still have something for you. So when it comes to doing a cleanse or a juice cleanse, right? Because I'll keep the juice in there for you so that you at least have something going in your stomach and uh, something to taste. Uh, but it's going to be a modified one. So once again, I would identify why you're doing the detox or the cleanse. Identify whether it is for, you know, um, gut health. Maybe it's for liver health. Maybe it's for your skin health. Maybe it's to start a new diet, right? Like you want to hit the reset button, whatever it is, really kind of figure out what the purpose is here. And then you can really cater your detox 
to fit whatever it is that you're trying to benefit in your body. So first off, if you're going to drink juices, let's say you go and purchase one. I would love to see you keep the sugar content below 10 grams, which is very difficult. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to find some juices out there that are below 10 grams of sugar per bottle. Um, the lowest I had saw was five grams in one of the bottles uh, when I was doing some research for this. So it's possible. It's just very difficult. Truthfully, probably the best way to do this is to get a juicer. So then you can juice your own stuff and then you know what you're putting in there. Uh, but if you are getting a juice from a company, then please read the nutrition label and check and see how much sugar is in there. That way you can identify it for yourself. And of course, once again, keep it organic, um, cold press. Like these are the things we want to uh, focus on. But if you can do it at home, then I would recommend mainly juicing veggies, which I never said this was going to be tasty. Okay, so sorry. Um, but it will be lower in sugar. So like you can think of things like a cucumber or a celery, right? These are going to be uh, low sugar veggies. Um, there might be a couple fruit out there, like some of the berries that can fit into this category. But for the most part, it is going to be primarily uh, vegetables. And once again, vegetables that are low in sugar content. And then on top of that, I would also add some turmeric root and ginger root, which once again, not going to taste good. I'm really sorry. I wish I could do something for the flavor here. But if I had to pick a juice cleanse to do, this is kind of the way I would do it. But the reason I'm adding the ginger and the, uh, the turmeric in there is because both of those are going to have anti-inflammatory properties, and they're also going to be really beneficial for your gut health. So if we're really focusing, let's just say this detox is on gut health, then adding those two are going to be incredible for uh, really helping out with your gut health. So having a juice that's primarily vegetable based and then with those two roots in there. And uh, once again, we can get a little bit more specific depending on what it is we're trying to heal. But let's say we are trying to heal our gut. The turmeric and the ginger is going to be awesome in there. And then on top of that, focusing on gut health, like if this is a gut health detox, so you're doing those juices once, twice, three times a day, maybe. With those, I would also add in colostrum. I would take colostrum first thing in the morning and I would take it first, uh, last thing at night and just pop it right in your mouth, let it dissolve in the mouth, and then just slowly, uh, you know, you'll consume it as you start to salivate. And the whole time here with everything we're consuming during this detox, we want to make sure it is of the highest quality. This is coming back to the fact that, look, you're doing a detox, right? You're trying to clean your body. So the goal here is to get away from all of the bad chemicals and toxins and stuff that is in a lot of the food that we probably are consuming, um, very likely consuming, really. Uh, so while we're doing these detoxes, we want to make sure that we're really just putting in the highest quality of things in our body. And when you're doing a detox, I always like to look at it like I'm not consuming food when I'm doing this detox. So why not spend a little extra on a higher quality product that's going to really help benefit your body? So when it comes to, for example, this colostrum, there are, I'm sure, a couple brands out there that are pretty decent. But my favorite brand and the one that I found to be the best is Tri Armra Colostrum. Uh, I'll have them linked in the show notes as well. There's a 10% discount code 
uh, for first time customers. And that's just for being a listener to the show, because once again, I always try uh, to find some way of, you know, giving a little thank you to all of you listeners. And um, that was one of the uh, coupon codes I was able to get with them because I really, really love their colostrum. It's incredible. For one, it has really improved my immune health. And that's actually one of the main reasons I take it. But we have to remember that 70% of your immune system physically resides in your digestive system, in your, your GI tract, right? Like 70% of it is in your gut. So when you're taking colostrum, one of the reasons it's probably benefiting your immune system is probably because it's good for the gut health as well. So, um, and also not only probably, but if you go look at uh, Tri Armra's webpage, you can see where their uh, you know research is coming from, and they show that it is beneficial for gut health specifically. Um, and I have seen benefit with it when I take it more than once a day, which is why I'm saying to take it morning and night. During just the morning, that's when I really just notice mainly the immune benefits, but morning and night is where I experience more of the uh, digestive benefits as well. So highly recommend also adding a colostrum in there. And then I would also add in a, you could just do chlorophyll if you wanted to, because um, that's one of the main things when it comes to detoxing. But I would probably personally go with uh, microalgae like spirulina and chlorella because you're not only going to get the chlorophyll, especially from the chlorella, you'll get super high levels of chlorophyll in the chlorella algae, um, but you'll also get some uh, protein. You'll get all nine essential aminos from uh, mainly spirulina, but I believe chlorella has it as well, just to a lesser degree. And like I said, the chlorophyll, so that's going to help detoxify your blood. It helps to, I believe, remove uh, heavy metal toxins from the blood as well as mycotoxins. So super, super beneficial. And it's also loaded with 40, uh, over 40 minerals and vitamins, which um, is going to really just help to nourish the body. Like you're here already drinking the juices. So this is just going to be an additional benefit to it. Um, to me personally, I like chlorophyll. I think it's great, but why take just chlorophyll when you can take an upgraded version of it? Like that's kind of how I look at the microalgae, spirulina and chlorella. Um, it's an upgraded version of chlorophyll and you have way more benefits when taking those. So I would probably add uh, the microalgae in there as well, which for them, I always use energy bits. Um, they come in tablet forms. So if you like a powdered form, this would not be the one to go to. Uh, if you wanted to like add it into your uh, your juices, although you could probably blend these ones up in like a coffee grinder and use it that way as well. Um, but I always use energy bits. It's my personal favorite when it comes to microalgae because I've tried at least 50, yeah, at least like I would say 10 to 15 uh, different companies when it comes to spirulina and chlorella. And this is my absolute favorite. I've had the owner on the podcast three times now. She's amazing. Her name's Katherine Arnston. Go check her out. I have all of her uh, uh, videos as well up on YouTube. So you can check that out as well on the Elemental Podcast, uh, Elemental Evan Podcast uh, YouTube page. But that is personally my favorite. And you get 20% off your entire order. That's just for being a listener. I have a discount code in the show notes as well. So please check that out if you want to uh, give that a try. Uh, and then last but not least, I would definitely be adding in a probiotic as well as a prebiotic and maybe even a postbiotic as well. 
Uh, and that's simply because we're focusing on gut health here. So we really, really want to boost our gut health and adding in a probiotic is very important, but also a prebiotic is going to be, you know, those two are really going to be the ones I want you to focus on is the pre and the probiotic here. The prebiotic is going to help feed all the good gut bacteria. The probiotic is going to be those beneficial uh, bacteria that are going to help uh, your your gut. And once again, uh, if you don't know this, probiotics do not stick around long term. That is why you have to take them consecutively all the time. Um, that way you can continue to reap the benefits of those good bacteria. But unfortunately, they do not typically take root and colonize the gut on their own. Um, but the prebiotics do feed all good gut bacteria. So those are very important. Postbiotic, that is basically what the probiotic produces. A lot of times it can be uh, showing up as like butyrate, which is really beneficial for, I believe, the gut lining uh, of your of your gut. So very, very important stuff there. Um, quality, once again, absolutely does matter. I really recommend a high quality brand here. Personally, I use Ritual and their Symbiotic. It's a pre, pro, and postbiotic. But there are other companies out there I've tried that are of high quality and I have enjoyed their products. Um, there's a company called Just Thrive. They have some really good probiotics. Um, they're actually on my list to try next. I've heard really good things about them, so that's why I want to try them. Omnibiotics is another one that I've heard a lot of good things about. Um, so there's a few different companies out there. I highly just recommend that you you do your research um, and that's why I like Rituals Symbiotic. They definitely do their research and they have uh, in vitro study on their probiotic um, or symbiotic. So that's why I go with them. But honestly, just choose a really high quality brand. Highly recommend pre and probiotic. So that's going to do it for a gut detox. Like if I was going to do a gut detox, that is what it would look like. Now, if you wanted to do a cleanse, but for a different organ in the body or something like that, honestly, this is a really good framework to still stick to and um, just add in the, you know, different herbs or supplements that are going to be beneficial for those different organs. So, for example, if you wanted to really work on like detoxing the liver, for example, first off, I would really, really highly recommend like make sure you are not consuming any sugar because um, that's not going to be good for the liver. Uh, but adding in things like milk thistle uh, or adding in uh, NAC or glutathione, like these are going to be things that are really beneficial for the liver. They're going to help promote, um, you know, liver health. Uh, so those are going to be good things to consume while you're doing this detox. If you're doing something for your heart, maybe you add in uh, cacao, for example, that can be really good for your heart health. Uh, so you can really just kind of mix it up as you see fit, uh, whatever kind of works for you. But once again, really just trying to stay away from the sugars. Uh, so that would personally be like my detox layout. Um, of course, we could go much further with it. Like we can add in, you know, going into a sauna and sweating out a lot of the toxins. Like there's a lot of different things we could continue adding on. But I think that's a general, like really good framework uh, to stick to. And once again, if you do juice cleanses and they work for you, always remember, if it works for you, keep going, continue doing what you're doing. Um, you know, it's really about listening to our bodies and respecting that, right? And, and understanding that just because something works for someone else doesn't always mean that it works for you. But as a general rule of thumb, I would love to see you 
not do a juice cleanse that's super high in sugar. Hopefully it's organic and hopefully it's cold pressed. If you can go one step further, do the detox that I laid out and choose, you know, what whatever it is that you want it for. You can kind of alter it and cater it to whatever, you know, thing you're trying to detox in your body, or maybe it's just a general detox for the body or, you know, setting you up for a new uh, diet. But if you can go even one more step past that, it's doing a fast. Personally, fasting, in my opinion, just has some of the most benefit. Um, of course, doing um, modified fast, which it wouldn't really be a fast anymore, but, you know, adding in like specific things for maybe gut health or liver health, that could also be beneficial. Um, and if they don't spike your insulin or your mTOR, then technically you would still be in a fasted state. So you could technically make that work. Um, but we're getting down a rabbit hole here that is going to take us on to a much longer conversation. So we're going to cut it there. Um, I love to end these episodes with just a quick recap, actionable steps as well, so that you can actually take all of this information and this knowledge and apply it to your life. So you walk away with this episode uh, feeling empowered to actually utilize this information. So I know I covered a lot, but let's uh, just quickly kind of go over this so that we can um, make it a little bit more concise and easier to digest. So first off, if juice cleanses work for you, stick with them. You don't need to listen to anything I just said. If it works for you and you feel great when you do it or afterwards, um, then use it as a tool. And when you feel that you need to use it, use it. Uh, is a juice cleanse, in my opinion, the best thing? No, not really. Tends to be high in sugar. A lot of them are not cold pressed. A lot of them are not organic. Why would you add more toxic load to your body when the whole goal of what you're doing is to try to detoxify the body? So personally, not my favorite. However, if you find a juice cleanse that is low in sugar, okay, pretty good. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll let that one go. I'll, I'll, I'm happy with that. Absolutely happy if you can find one that's low in sugar. Um, goal would be 10 grams or less per bottle, not per serving, but per bottle. Um, once again, sugar, just not good for the body. Something we really want to watch out for. It has, you know, a lot of, it can cause a lot of health issues for our liver, um, with obesity, heart health, brain health, all of that. So really want to watch how much sugar we're consuming and definitely not have it in something when we're trying to detox. Then get clear on why you're trying to do a detox. What is it for? Are you trying to uh, improve gut health? Are you trying to start a new diet? Are you trying to cleanse your liver? Like whatever it may be, get clear on that. And then you can really cater your detoxes depending on that. Of course, the best detox, in my opinion, is doing a fast. Fasting is great for a lot of different things in the body, such as autophagy. Uh, so it really cleans you at a cellular level. It can be difficult, but it's mainly just in your mind. You Want to stay hydrated, have some high quality salt. And if you have some trace mineral supplement, you can also take that as well. It will not take you out of your fast. So long as it doesn't have any weird added in ingredients in there. If it's just trace minerals, you're fine. And that is really the way you do a fast. If you've never done a fast before, build your way up. Don't just jump into a 48-hour fast if you've never fasted more than eight hours, right? So we want to build our way up. And if you are totally 100% against doing fasting, then you can do these modified detoxes where if you are going to consume fruit, uh, sorry, juice, best to probably just have a juicing machine at your house, juice primarily vegetables, um, 
if not solely vegetables like cucumbers or celery, for example, and then adding in there the ginger, ginger and turmeric roots, which, like I said, this is not going to be tasty, but it is going to be beneficial for the body. And then depending on what it is that you're going for, you can really alter what you add in or take away to your detox. If we're doing the gut one, once again, you can add in colostrum day and night. You can um, add in some uh, microalgae, which honestly, if you're detoxing, microalgae should just be in there in general due to their high levels of chlorophyll. Um, that would be one of the main reasons I would add them in there, as well as the uh, minerals and vitamins that they uh, provide as well to the body. And then, uh, you know, if you're still sticking with the stomach one, then finding like a good pre, pro and postbiotic, or at least a pre and a pro uh, biotic to help the gut flora. So that is pretty much the lowdown on juice cleanses. Am I 100% against them? No. Um, do I think they're the best way to detoxify your body? No. <laughs> I think there's a lot of other ways that we can detoxify our body in a better way. Um, but there are some juice cleanses out there that are pretty quality and um, would definitely make the cut in my books. Uh, but they're pretty far and few between because there are a lot of juices out there that are super, super high in sugars, and we want to watch out for those. So that's going to do it for today. I hope this helped you. If you're thinking of doing a juice cleanse, ponder this, please, and um, you know, decide if this is really something you want to go through with, or maybe you want to try a different kind of detox, like something that I laid out. Um, but if you are going to go through with a juice detox, at least please look at those three things, the sugar, is it organic, and is it cold-pressed? Those are the three things I at least want you to look at. And um, yeah, hopefully if you do go through with some kind of a detox or a cleanse, you end up feeling amazing after doing it. Usually that is the case. It's uh, it's beneficial for both the mind and the body and uh, as well emotionally and spiritually as well. It can be a whole journey. Um, fasting is truly something that can test you mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. It is a very powerful tool. Um, so anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you are walking away with this, ep uh, from this episode with a lot of actionable knowledge that you can apply to your life today. That's the goal with this whole show. And if you aren't already subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to your podcast on, then please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It will make sure that you do not miss any of these episodes. I release them every single Wednesday. And as well, if you haven't already left a review or a rating, please go ahead and do so. It goes really far in helping people to find this show. And I love to see what you guys have to say about the show. Um, I do post a lot of episodes on YouTube. So go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. It'll be linked in the show notes as well. And uh, please go ahead and share this episode. That is probably like the best thing you could do for me. That is a free gift is uh, to simply share this episode. And um, it's also a gift to the people that you're sharing it to because hopefully they need to hear it and they can find some benefit in it as well. So that is gonna do it for today's episode. Um, thank you all for tuning in and listening to me ramble here, but I really appreciate it. And I'm so happy to have you all here listening and uh, being able to share this knowledge. Um, it's truly just a pleasure of mine. And so I really Truly, thank you all so very much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Go get after it. And uh, I'll see you on next week's episode on Wednesday. Till then, you guys know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Have a good one, y'all. Much love. Peace. 
This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.